Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. We are going back to our, uh, what, five, six days of Sundance. This is the SF Film Roundtable that we uh, chatted up Lauren Kushner, Carolyn Von Kuhn, Luke Lorenzen, Kellen Quinn, and Suzanne Korea Andrews. Uh, this is timely because SF Film Festival has begun. It runs from April 10th through April 23rd in San Francisco and also in the East Bay. So um, we had a really fun and interesting conversation with the filmmakers that uh, we had at the table. Uh, one film's called Midnight Family. The other is a short called Green. And we hope that you enjoy these. But before we get to the interviews... Don't forget to find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com and also at our new home, BFFFM. Uh, we are on BFFFM uh, Monday mornings from 5.30 a.m. to 6 a.m. So please find us there and I will see you on the other side of this interview. Okay, back on the Daily Buzz, this is John Wildman with my co-hosts Aaron Lim and Angela Tabora, and we've got a bunch of people around our table right here. So, um, Full plate. I, I'm, so, let, let's, so let's have each one of you introduce yourselves, because we, we've got folks from SF Film, uh, we have our filmmakers from Midnight Family, and from Green. So introduce your name and tell us the film that you're here with. I'm Kellen Quinn, I'm the producer of Midnight Family. I am Luke Lawrenson, director of Midnight Family. Suzanne Andrews-Correa, director and writer of Green. Caroline Van Kuhn, director of artist development at SF Film. And Lauren Kushner, senior manager at SF Film. Great, okay, we've all checked in now. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's start with Midnight Family, because um, we've got some fans at this table of this film. Uh, and uh, whichever one of you wants to do this, I, I'd love to have our filmmakers take the first shot at describing your film for our audience. Uh, Midnight Family is about a family in Mexico City that runs a for-profit private ambulance. And they uh, participate in this nighttime underground world of uh, private ambulances that in some neighborhoods of Mexico City do the majority of hospital transports. It's a, fa it, it, it's a fascinating movie here in the mm -hmm. States. You know, mm -hmm. to, to, to think that uh, a, a city of what, 25 million has like 45 ambulances servicing them. And so they're, they're basically, they're operating on spec. And, 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 and how did you discover this? How, how did you <laughs> yeah, figure I, this out? I, I met them on a street corner near uh, where I was living. Mm -hmm. Of course. Of course, did. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, they, it seems as though they're always hanging out though. If they're not working, they're just laying on the street corner. They are, yeah. yeah they, they cover the neighborhood that I was living in and so I would bump into them uh, walking around. I was there with a completely different film idea that I was developing <laughs> and pretty quickly abandoned that first project and switched to hang out with the Achoas. Well, you know, they're, they're, they're wonderfully charismatic, uh, mm. the, the, the family. Uh, and, and so it does go beyond just the basic amazement that this can even exist in, in the first place. Um, and and we, 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 we have a lot to talk about with our, um, with our other film and SF film, um, but I would love for you to, to talk about like, you know, what it was like to be on the calls with them and, and driving around with them. It was a, a lot of things. I, we would start uh, about two or three in the afternoon, and I would be with them through six, seven, eight a.m. 
and did that for over 80 nights. Wow. Um, wow. So it was a very <laughs> embedded, emotionally overwhelming experience, but um, it was also fun and, you know, it. I saw it as my job to get to know them and spend as much time as possible with them and slowly layers of their world and layers of their work kind of. I have to ask both of you because I love asking documentary filmmakers this. Um, What was your eureka moment? What, did it happen as you were shooting? Did it, it happen like in the hour, editing process? Hour one. <laughs> <laughs> Where you go, this is my movie. I've got. Yeah, this it was is, this really is the quick. Movie. I mean, it's this. As you see in the movie, it's so chaotic and energetic, and so many emotions flying in front of the camera. It's rare to find a subject that you feel like you can just film without doing interviews, without adding music. It was quick. I was pretty mind blown from hour one. Just to get into Inside Baseball a little bit, how big was your crew if you were there for 80 nights? And it was, it was just me. It was just yeah. you. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> and you made it all the way to Sundance. Okay, good for you. With lots of support from yeah. wonderful people. Yeah, okay, that's let, great. Let's segue to yeah. Green, yes. which is an incredibly intense film. Um, but Suzanne? Tell us what the story of Green is. Okay, Green is about two Turkish brothers living in the shadows of New York, um, you know, in the precariousness of their situation as undocumented people in New York City. Mm. It, I mean, it is intense, mm-hmm. and and it's and it's also just heart wrenching uh, uh, in in many ways. And th- th- it's a subject that's been touched on uh, by some filmmakers recently. Um, but I thought you did it amazingly. And, and I, w- I would love for you to talk about your approach on the balances, because we're watching, we're, we're, we're watching um, uh, guys that are trying to build a life, mm. they're trying to survive, they're trying to, they're trying to do the things that we would want them to do, right? right? <clears throat> um, and yet, you know, and, and yet it's not just an uphill climb, it's, it's almost um, they're doing it in spite of anything that they yeah. should be able to do. So I'd yeah. love for you to talk about your approach to the story and to create that balance so we didn't veer too, too far on one side or the other on the emotional spectrum. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of the process, um, you know, my entry into this was really just focusing on this relationship between two brothers because I think it's something that we all relate to. We may not all have siblings, but we all have people that, we, that have supported us in our you know, in our lives um, and that we depend on. And so it was really like uh, establishing that as the core, especially as a director who has very little uh, familiarity with Mm -hmm. uh, Turkey. Mm -hmm. Um, And, um, but I do have some uh, insight into the immigrant experience. Um, My family is from Mexico and so it, you know, I was able to kind of bring that in and what it felt like to come to a place and uh, not have the support of that, of, of, of a community or a family. Um, and I, yeah, so for me it was, it was about just focusing on the relationship between two brothers and how easily, like, one little thing can just tip the balance one way or the other, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and how it's things that we take for granted, uh, those of us who um, have the privilege to live here legally, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have our guest from SF Film. Uh, and here's the thing that I never want to assume that everybody knows 
who everybody is and what they're doing. <laughs> so uh, so uh, I would I'd love for the two of you to uh, discuss what is SF Film? It's the San Francisco Film Society that produces the San Francisco International Film Festival in its 62nd year this year. Um, and Lauren and I work in the artist um, development side of things. So we're an organization based in San Francisco that um, grants over a million dollars in grants um, a year, mainly focused on narrative films that explore issues of social justice. Um, some titles we had here last year was Sorry to Bother You, Blind Spotting, mm -hmm. um, Monsters and Men, um, We the Animals. Um, and we also have a great history with um, documentaries, uh, which is how we were able to support um, Midnight Family. Um, and yeah, we had, we're based in San Francisco, but uh, most of our grants are open internationally. Um, and kind of our mandate is that the film, whether it's on the documentary side, which is gonna be a little bit more artistically driven, we feel like there's great people doing impact work out there. And for San Francisco, we wanna be, keep that kind of feeling of like risk and experimentation that's inherent in the city um, and has been for decades. And then on the narrative side, it's having these kind of Bay Area values or positive messaging coming out uh, through narrative films. So that's our focus. And Lauren can speak more. Yeah, so we, uh, yeah, we were able to support um, both of these filmmakers, Suzanne for her uh, narrative film, um, The Huntress, and then Midnight Family um, when it was in post-production. So it's really great to see, uh, yeah, sort of the range of, of filmmakers and projects that we're able to support through these programs. Kind of you're referencing this a little bit ago, but um, it's really hard to afford to be a filmmaker um, mm -hmm. or an artist of any type. And so our grants are really intended to pay for the time of the artist to really do the work. Um, I think you know money dictates the timeline of documentaries. It dictates uh, the timeline of narrative. It just it dictates so much that if we can be an organization that's bringing in soft money, especially earlier on in the process, we were able to support a post-production grant, but pretty, pretty early for a Midnight Family, um, that that's kind of the help that we can do as a nonprofit in the indie sphere. Well, I was really happy to have, have, have you both on because I work with a number of film festivals and I'm constantly on my horse about offering concrete benefits mm -hmm. for filmmakers beyond just screening films. Mm -hmm. um, and at the Sound Unseen Festival in uh, Minneapolis, we did a panel and it was about um, surviving as a filmmaker, um, <laughs> which, which we never think about. You know, that, that the fact that, you know, oftentimes, especially documentary filmmakers, you are making a living doing something else mm -hmm. while you're making the film. And so I would love for, you, for, for both of you again to talk about, you know, how you're making it easier to offer those concrete benefits. Because that's the other thing. The filmmakers find it difficult to go through application processes and, 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 and even find you. Mm -hmm. and, and so what you're doing in that regard. Yeah, that's great. Actually, I like uh, survival better than sustainability, which is a catchword I think we all use a lot. Because <laughs> uh, I think sustainability is almost impossible. So survival is actually a much more afterward choice. Um, yeah, I mean, our, our focus in San Francisco is to be an organization that takes a, a lot of risks and we have you know a great background backdrop of having partnerships with uh, Dolby and Skywalker and all the great kind of post-production places in San Francisco and then there's a lot of um, there's just a lot of philanthropy in the city that's very interested in supporting artists at, at multiple stages um, and and understands the challenges financially of being a filmmaker and the fact that when you are um, you know, working 80 days for free by yourself, that that's your full-time job, <laughs> and yet you're not paying yourself, and you're doing everything on a shoestring. So um, our grant with Suzanne is, is for the screenwriting process um, to hopefully just afford her the time to be able to work on the writing and develop and actually, um, you know, execute the, the artistry that is, is in her and is her intention. And then for Midnight Family, we were able to um, come in early with a, a 
post-grants and then come back to bring in some more philanthropy from individuals in the Bay Area to help um, support financially at the end because, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a journey that doesn't end. So the more that we can be kind of, um, I know we see ourselves as like glorified middlemen in some way. Uh, we constantly mm -hmm. think about how expensive all money and opportunities are for filmmakers, mm -hmm. whether it's the fact you went to retreat and you didn't get income for a week because you weren't editing for someone mm -hmm. else. Like mm -hmm. we always think about the opportunity cost of any opportunity we put forward. So yeah, that's something we want to be very conscientious of and um, just really respectful of our filmmakers' time and their intentions. Oh, that was beautifully said. Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, no, on, on the topic of survival, <laughs> can we um, talk a little bit about both of your processes, how long it took from inception to finish, how you made it here today? <laughs> yeah, I met the Achawa family in December of 2015 <laughs> and have been working very hard since then to get the film done. I've spent about a third of every year uh, working on other projects as a cinematographer and director and and then as much time as I can on, on this film. So it's definitely a balance between paid work and unpaid work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I would completely agree with that. It's, it's striking a balance and I'm lucky to have a job that I can kind of come and go, uh, a paid job where I can come and go as I please. I'm a, a union lighting technician and so I work, I get to work in the industry. Um, but in another capacity, in a crew physical capacity. Um, and I get to abandon that when I need to write or need to go to, uh, you know, San Francisco for two months or, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, SF Film is incredible, like what they do. And I feel like um, in the United States, we have this industry that's totally about, you know, what, what, what kind of money will this film generate? Right. And Box in other countries, mm -hmm. we view um, film as art and cultural medium. And so San Francisco Film is one of the few organizations that values film as art and culture. So mm -hmm. well, thank you, you know, so much. You know, our, 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 our independent film uh, making and film festival communities, it is, it is an ecosystem. Uh, you know, and I used to describe it as a fragile ecosystem. I don't think it's as fragile anymore. Um, and, and I think it's do in, in great part two efforts like SF Film um, that, that do this. And, and I'd love for, um, uh, for you to talk, uh, for our filmmakers to talk about how you actually found out about the grants and, you know, and, and then what, what part they did play because, you know, uh, they, because obviously they came at different parts of your productions, um, you know, post versus development. Um, so I would love for both of you to, um, for, for both productions to talk about that. I think we found out about SF Film, um, well, it, it wasn't really a matter of finding out. Luke pitched the film at Camden, um, where Caroline was present for the pitch, and we were sort of immediately in talks about the film uh, from the moment that I joined as a producer and, and just remained in touch to, up to the point that it was time to apply, where we were sort of at the right stage in early post-production to, to be eligible for that grant. And how long did that application process take for you? Because we've got other filmmakers listening, guys. Was not <laughs> I, one of the great things that a number of the funding organizations in the documentary world have done is create the core grant application, which allows for a relatively quick, compared to how it used to be, process. Mm -hmm. So once you've kind of done the core writing, you can use that for other grants. And so I think when it got time to do the SF film one, we had already applied to Catapult, and we were very well positioned to just share our materials at that point. 
Gotcha. Uh, Suzanne? Yeah. Um, similarly, I actually met Lauren a year ago at the same time at the Sundance mm-hmm. uh, Festival because I was a screenwriting fellow. Um, and so I applied, had materials, but I have to say that SF Films application is one of the easier applications. Um, <laughs> if, if you're interested, it's one of the... That's a good selling point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just in terms of the materials they require in the first round. Um, but yeah, very easy process. Uh, and uh, yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, you know, I love delivering news that, that people can actually use for our filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had with us from Midnight Family, Luke Lawrenson and Kellen Quinn, uh, from Green, from the short film Green, Suzanne Correa Andrews, and from SF Film, our representatives, Lauren Kushner and Carolyn Van Kuhn. Thank you for being here. That was our SF Film Artist Roundtable featuring Lauren Kushner, Carolyn Van Kuhn, Luke Lorenzen, Kellen Quinn, and Suzanne Correa Andrews. We were talking with them uh, not only about SF Film and how they support artists, but also to the filmmakers uh, from Midnight Family and Green. So we are uh, releasing this now during the festival, which opened on April 10th, runs through April 23rd. Please, if you are local, head on over to sffilm.org to find all of the films that are screening during the film festival. A lot of them we are lucky to see during Sundance, but there are so many more. So please support them, support your local filmmakers, and don't forget to head to bitchtalkpodcast.com to find all our episodes, all our socials, our photos, and more. And also, check us out at bff.fm. We are streaming uh, every Monday morning from 5.30 to 6 a.m. So please find us there. And uh, thanks for your support, and we'll see you soon. Bitch, please! Please!